Hello and welcome to Remember God Loves You and I'll meet you at the finish line. I hope you guys had a fantastic day because I know I did. Because today is a day that the Lord hath made and we shall rejoice and praise and be glad in it. And God is good all the time. All the time, God is good. Let's start off with a word of prayer because I'm, I'm actually looking forward to this lesson. And we are in our five-day series. We are, I think, on day four, ta talking about trusting God who is always faithful no matter what. Now, I want to expand on that because I feel like that we need to kind of explain how he's always faithful, even during difficult and uh, cer certain circumstances. So let's start off with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for bringing us together. We thank you that we can be here to just in your presence and your beauty and your awness. Lord, we are so blessed. And help us to remember that you are faithful to us no matter what. That while we might lose a job, while we might have something bad happen to us, or we get into a different circumstance, Lord, help us to remember that we have faith in you, that you're always faithful. And help us to remember that, not doubt that, and not fear whether if you're going to be faithful or not. Lord, we bless you and we praise you. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. So if you have your Bibles open, we're in Lamentations chapter 3, verses 19 through 26. And here it starts. Remember my afflictions and roaming, the warm wood and the gal. My soul still remembers and sinks within me. This I recall to my mind. Therefore, I have hope. Through the Lord's mercies, we are not consumed, because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I hope in him. The Lord is good to those who wait for him, to the soul who seeks him. It is good that one should hope and wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. Amen and amen. Aaron, <clears throat> Psalms chapter 40, we're back in the book of Psalms. I mean, I just love the book of Psalms. And a matter of fact, if you are interested in reading through, through the whole book of Psalms, I highly recommend reading at least five Psalms a day. Well, until you get to Psalms 119. <laughs> and then that might take you a couple days to read because that's 150 verses. Uh, the whole Psalms of 19, which actually goes through the whole Jewish alphabet. But let's get back to topic of Psalms 40, 1 through, let's see, we are at what, uh, verses 1 through 13. And it states, I waited patiently for the Lord, and he inclined to me and heard my cry. He also brought me up out of a horrible pit, out of the mickery clay, miry clay. And set my feet upon a rock, and established my steps. He has put a new song in my mouth. Praise to our God. May Many will see it and fear, and will trust in the Lord. Blessed is the man who makes the Lord his trust, and does not respect the proud, nor such a as turn aside to lies. Many, O Lord, my God, are you... <clears throat> are your wonderful works, which you have done, 
and your thought toward your thoughts toward us cannot be recounted to you in order if i would declare and speak of them they are more than can be numbered so let me read that again they are more than can be numbered sacrifice and offering you did not desire my ears you have opened burnt offerings and sin offerings you did not require then i said behold i come in the scroll of the book it is written of me i delight to do your will oh my god or oh my god and your law is within my heart i have proclaimed the good news of righteousness in the great assembly indeed i do not restrain my lips O lord you yourself know i have not hidden your righteousness within my heart i have declared your faithfulness and your salvation i have not concealed your loving kindness and your truth from the great assembly do not withhold your tender mercies from me O lord let your loving kindness and your truth continually preserve me for innumerable evils have surrounded me. My iniquities have overtaken me, so that I am not able to look up. They are more than the hairs of my head. Therefore, my heart fails me. Be pleased, O Lord, to deliver. O Lord, make haste to help me. Amen. And amen. And I also want to kind of, you know, reread or read Philippians chapter 2, 1 through 13, because this is just wonderful. And I, this is one of the fantastic things. Uh, one of my favorite ver or chapters of the book of the Bible. It says, therefore, if there is any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, in any affliction and mercy, fulfill my joy by being like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. Let nothing, let nothing be done through selfish ambitions or conceit, but in lowliness of mind, let esteem others better than himself let each of you know let each of you look out not only of his own interest but the interests of others let this mind be in you which was also in christ jesus who being in the form of god did not consider it robbery to be equal with god but made himself of no reputation taking the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of men, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Therefore, God also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above all names, that, the name, uh, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of those in heaven. And those on earth and those under the earth and that every tongue should confess that jesus christ is lord to the glory of god the father 
Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who works in you both to will and to do for his good pleasure. Man, that's a lot to chew on with all the readings that we've done so far. I promise you that's it for this episode. But I want to I want kind of explain and I kind of want to expound or explain and go off of the subject. Knowing that while we go through different times in our lives, circumstances, a lot of us tend to fear. I hate to say it. No matter you can be the strongest person of faith but you always have that tendency to fear whether if you're truly saved or not. Whether if you're, at the hospice, if you're at the hospital bed about to pass away or something traumatic happens, you question yourself. You're like, am I? You get that fear that starts to burn inside of you and say, am I actually saved? Or what happens? Where is God? But I want to truly tell you that God is with you at all times. And that no matter when we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, he is with us. He is there, right there in the present. So he knows all things, and he will protect you. And that the journey that you are on has already been planned and already been correlated. So do not fear of what the Lord, do not fear of where God is, because God is there with you at all times. That's, I kind of want to expound on that. I think that's what, I think that's what it's kind of focusing on. But, <clears throat> you know, at the end of the day, we work hard. We work hard to feed our families, to do our jobs well, to raise our children with good manners and good morals, to take care of our parents, to get just a little in savings, to plan for retirement knowing one day our bodies will start to slow down. We work hard for our neighbors, for our communities, for those who have needs we can help with. And one day when the sun is bright and the stock market is up, we might be tempted to pat ourselves on the back and think, I've got this, but we don't got this. Do we? We all, one rainy day, one phone call, one pandemic away from rock bottom. Do you know what the rock bottom is? Do you know what some of your rock bottoms are? For instance, I don't even want to know what a rock bottom is in my life. I, my rock bottom in my life, I don't want to go back there ever again because it was living a life of misery. And it was a life of nervousness and anxious and fear of, of and actually being paranoid. That fear left, led me to being paranoid of anything. That's what it led to. That was my rock bottom. And always being aware of what's going to happen and living very uncomfortably. And it led me to living a life of sin. That's what rock bottom is. What's the rock bottom to you guys? I want you to think about it. We build houses and skyscrapers and businesses and programs and legacies and lives. And yet the rock, the pit mocks us. It could all be gone within a second. How do we go on? How do you go on from losing a job one day, especially on March 18th of 2020? How did you guys move on? When the government officially said we are going to be under shutting down for two weeks and then it led to being a couple months and then we slowly opened up after about a year how did you lead on how did you move on or you're just starting school and you just failed the test in your favorite class 
How do you go on from that? Those are questions to think about. So I would have to say, you know, with Lamentations 3, 20 uh, through 22, and it says, My soul is downcast within me, yet this I call to mind, and therefore I have hope. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed. For his compassions never fail. And verse 26 goes on to say, It is good to wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. A pit is pretty good place to sit quietly. It's also terrible and it's heartbreaking. But as we sit in the quiet, we realize we are not forgotten. And this is not the end. A hand reaches out. God is faithful in the midst of our loss. I waited patiently for the Lord. He turned to me and heard my cry. He lifted me out of the slimy pit of the mud and mirror. He set my feet on a rock and gave me a firm place to stand. Psalms 41 through 2. Our feet are once again on solid ground, but we never forget who pulled us up. We are changed. We are humbled. We go back to work but we hold it more loosely. As we go, hopefully we look more like Jesus. We remember that it is God who works in us to fulfill his good purpose. None of it is ours. It never was. And I'm going to end it there. And God is good all the time. Let's start with, let's, I think this just ends with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for bringing us together. We thank you for wonderful scriptures today, Lord, of, and we just thank you for a wonderful lesson of knowing of rock bottom, what it's like, what it's truly like to hit rock bottom. Man, we just are so blessed and help us to remember if any of us are in that kind of rock bottom feeling, help us to be humbled, to call upon your name, to plead for you so that you can get us out because we know that you are a merciful father who loves his children. And you don't like your children when they hit rock bottom. But we know that it's not the end. That it's only temporary. Give us the strength and the energy if we are in the rock bottom. Surround us with godly brothers and sisters in Christ to encourage us, to uplift us each and every day. We just pray that if anyone that lost their job just recently, we pray that you can provide, that you are a provider, and that all things are, are done through you, O oh Lord. We thank you, and we are so merciful for this, Lord. And Lord, we bless you as we continue the path that you have set before us, so that when we cross the finish line, Lord, we can run into your arms, and we can hear you say, Well done, my good and faithful servant. And in Jesus' name we pray, Amen and Amen. So I'm excited to tell you that within the next two days, we are going to have a special guest on this podcast. He's going to be here in person. His name is Natan. He is a wonderful man of God. And I feel like that I invited him on because I want him to, you know, get his pick, his brain, to kind of get to know him a little bit, to see what made him follow Christ, see what, why he started the journey, what his uh, challenges in life were, and how he overcame them. So within the next two days, join me as we welcome Natan.
And hopefully you guys have a blessed day and tune in for tomorrow. And remember, God loves you and I'll meet you at the finish line and have a blessed day. Bye.